Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Real life doesn't afford the opportunity to take every petty grudge and permit physical and athletic violence to be the solution, but that's what makes wrestling great. Grudges drive some of the most memorable worked spectacles, but as The Undertaker and every other old-timer will tell you ad nauseum, this is the goddamn business, kid. Real grudges are just as likely to form as those that appear on screen, and both kinds can have enormous consequences. Because I'm Cy for WhatCulture.com, and here are 10 wrestling grudges that changed the business. Number 10, Bullet Club is It spoke to the political power and financial stroke of Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks and other associated key players in the Bullet Club Civil War of 2018 that such a vast number of wrestlers and companies were required to get on board. Omega and Rhodes headlined an ROH Supercard of Honor show as well as New Japan's King of Pro Wrestling event along with Kota Ibushi. Such was the commercial appeal of their drawn out descent and when the wrestlers weren't in the ring they were expanding on the conflict and their own storyline world on being the elite. It was September's All In that served as a proof of concept for All Elite Wrestling, folding in all of the regulars as well as a pro wrestling philosophy markedly different from WWE's. It's ironic, the comedy-laden Bullet Club is Fine plot wasn't the most popular amongst Ring of Honor and New Japan purists, how much it leaned on sports entertainment trappings, but the spiderweb storytelling took those principles way beyond what the market leader had been capable of and into a brand new era. Number 9, Stone Cold Steve Austin vs Bret Hart. Not all industry-altering grudges have to be real, the very best ones rarely are. In fact, the very best one wasn't. Bret Hart and Stone Cold Steve Austin's 1996-1997 rivalry is so much more than what mostly gets discussed about it. And that's possibly because what mostly gets discussed about it is the greatest WWE match of all time. But the WrestleMania 13 classic doesn't happen without months of carefully constructed character work, the willingness of Bret Hart to get wrestling's next big thing all the way over, and a keen eye from the promotion to finally catch up with pop culture. Hart returned as a hero at the 96 Survivor Series but was the first to notice that heroes weren't cool anymore. In a genius bit of storytelling, he was simultaneously telling the truth and in denial. He tried to brush off Austin's attacks, Shawn Michaels' attitude problems, and The Undertaker and Sid's thirst for the title, but those conflicting factors kept screwing him out of one noble goal. By the time he snapped in the go-home angle to the show of shows, fans had been given long enough to get used to disliking their former favourite. The submission match was the elite-level icing on a perfectly prepared cake. Number 8, The Rock vs Farouk. It goes a little 
Gollum reported that The Rock may not have become the most electrifying man in all of entertainment without the gracious showings of Nation of Domination leader Farouk during a key development checkpoint. Rocky Maivia was every bit as good as every commentator told you, but he was every bit as green as he looked too. The backlash that followed forced through a heel turn, but it was only by gradually growing in confidence and growing out of the nation did Rock race towards the top of the card quicker than anybody could have predicted. Just over a year on from his debut, he was feuding over the Intercontinental Championship with Stone Cold Steve Austin, but the Rattlesnake's decision to not actually put him over for the belt was somewhat telling. Farouk had no such problem. Not only did Rock replace his former boss as the new ruler of the group, but he beat him in matches and ritually humbled and humiliated him in side-splitting segments. Ron Simmons, gimmick or not, had pedigree and immense respect banked. He cashed it out for the good of getting the Great One over, and nothing can stop The Rock afterwards. Number 7. WWE versus its own audience Now commonly shared thanks to the meme engagement accounts on X or Twitter, it's still Twitter to me, damn it. The Triple H lecture towards basically all disillusioned WWE fans on the 21st of July 2014 edition of Monday Night Raw has rightfully become infamous for how stupid and self-destructive it was. You know the one, me and my friend Mark are going to complain on the internet and so on. It might have been an in-character dig at fans yet again not getting on board with John Cena or Roman Reigns or Randy Orton or anybody else that they relentlessly and transparently forced on people, but it was cutting and spiteful and the company was eventually made to pay for it. The drop in viewing figures between 2014 and 2022 was a steeper one than television averages by orders of magnitude, and the slide was, ironically, only truly arrested by Paul Levesque taking over when Vince McMahon resigned in disgrace. WWE will hopefully be less of an antagonistic company in the future, but the damage was already done. By chasing off millions, they created the call for their own competition. AEW exists because the WWE willfully destroyed their own monopoly. Number 6. WCW Fans vs Hulk Hogan Hogan was so uncertain of whether or not to turn heel at Bash at the Beach 96 that WCW had to prepare Sting to do the honours just in case. But when he dropped the big leg on Randy Savage to kick off the New World Order storyline, he triggered a chain of events that would change the fortunes of two major promotions and countless wrestlers for decades to come. He had to do it too. Short of the brief period before the novelty wore off in 94, WCW fans were sick of Hogan's shtick whilst he was with the WWE. Beyond business growth, the Hulkster offered them nothing emotional to cling on to and everything to despise. When he gave them that, they gave World Championship Wrestling everything. Somewhere out there in the wrestling multiverse, there's a timeline where the industry is different beyond reconciliation when Hogan never turns. WWE's business was recovering for its 1995 nadir, but such things as the rise of Stone Cold or even anything attitude adjacent might never have occurred without WCW's homework to copy. To say it was a paradigm shift undersells it. Hogan pulling the pin out of that specific grenade created an explosion wrestling desperately needed. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your health care that's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Number 5, CM Punk vs The Elite 2022 As of this writing, CM Punk won't be wrestling anywhere, let alone AEW. Recent rumours of his shocking WWE return have been diffused by those within the company, and though there will be plenty that hold on to the idea that all of it's a work, it's been reported by at least two fairly reputable sources and has for now become the accepted narrative. Many, many fans will be glad to hear this. His run in All Elite Wrestling was a utopian dream at first, a glorious parade of detailed and dynamic matches that hit every nostalgia sweet spot while gracefully building a bigger picture program in which he rose to be AEW World Champion. All of that folded in a feud with MJF that earned plenty of consensus votes as the best story in company history, but it proved to be the beginning of the end. Having beaten everybody in his path, Punk wanted the belts, but the now infamous promo exchange with Hangman Page changed everything, and everything became everything else. This split over during the even more infamous Brawl Out press scrum ultimately resulted in everything else that followed in 2020. Number 4, CM Punk vs The Elite and Friends 2023 CM Punk made it to one of the biggest wrestling shows of all time by working Samoa Joe in an immediate cult classic at All In London. But as tensions built between the warring factions along the way, it became increasingly likely he wouldn't make it much further. This was as good as confirmed when things got physical backstage literally minutes before the voice of the voiceless was set to go out to the ring. Punk and Jack Perry were involved in a real fight after the former Jungle Boy referenced an argument they'd had over fake glass down the lens of the camera during the pay-per-view pre-show. The situation followed weeks of storylines emerging about who could and couldn't be on collision with Punk, who was and wasn't welcome in the AEW locker room, and what exactly was the nature of the relationship between Punk and boss Tony Khan. When Khan himself revealed that he was left fearing for his life, it was clear things were untenable. AEW released the former world champion with cause later that week, preparing in the process to embark on a new era conclusively without one of the most divisive figures in industry history. Number 3, Hulk Hogan vs Jesse Ventura As far as heel voices in the booth went, there was perhaps no rival of Hogan's more convincing than Jesse Ventura, and it could have well been thanks to getting in the way of any attempt at fiction. As far back as 1986, the body had attempted to bring wrestlers together around the idea of unionisation, but his plans were thwarted by none other than the Hulkster himself. Speaking on Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast in detail about the situation, Ventura said, It was two weeks before WrestleMania 2, I stood up in the dressing room and I gave a speech to the boys and said, if we go together and simply tell the media we're not wrestling unless union negotiators by federal law come in and give us the opportunity to unionise, and the next night I got a phone call from Vince who basically threatened to fire me if I ever brought it up again. When Ventura sued Vince in the mid-90s, McMahon revealed he'd heard about the unionisation attempt via Hogan. Ventura was initially in disbelief until the trial revealed the motivation behind Hogan's betrayal of trust. He explained, Hogan made more money than all of us combined for WrestleMania 3, so naturally he didn't want 
want a union. The picture was crystal clear to me that he sold us out because he was getting taken care of and he didn't want nobody else honing in on the good deal he had. Ventura worked with the company until 1990, being forced to stay on terms with both Hogan and McMahon. But with the best opportunity lost, the conversation, outside of a passing fancy in 2020, never really came up again. Number two, Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels. There is, thankfully, just about nothing left to say about the Montreal Screwjob a full quarter of a century after it took place, but we still speak about the ramifications to this very day because we live in the ramifications to this very day. Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels had to implode when they did. Both men needed to be out of the main event picture for Stone Cold Steve Austin to ascend without unnecessary obstacles and distractions. And the post-WrestleMania clean slate, a generous description of WWE's fairly lean roster, but a fresh set of wrestlers all the same was vital for the Rattlesnake to feel like the true top of the pile. What happened after that changed the industry and what remained in the aftermath was a monopoly blown to bits by 2019 to allow for AEW to exist. It is simply still as pivotal as that. Survivor Series 97 saw to it that the Hitman was unceremoniously out of the picture. And though the rivalry between Hart and Michaels didn't directly lead to the career-shortening injury HBK suffered just two months later, his spiralling personal problems were only expedited by this bitter dispute. A breakdown of some description was headed Michael's way, the physical kind just got there first. And number one, Sasha Banks versus Bailey. Good friends, better enemies was the legendary subheading of an in-your-house with a legendary main event. But if Shawn Michaels and Diesel's wild no-holds-barred marked something coming to an end, Bailey's and Sasha's 2015 classic and fabulous sequel proved to be the start of something special. The road to total equality unfortunately remains a long and rocky one in pro wrestling, but never had North American women's wrestling felt so vital on the pulse and game-changing as it did when the hugger and the boss went to war over the NXT Championship. As with Big Daddy Cool and HBK, Banks and Bailey were real-life best friends, and the competitive and collaborative will to coast all time displays out of each other became a staple of their iconic series. TakeOver Brooklyn played host to a long-awaited title win for Bailey and a match that was firmly the most important of the 2010s for WWE. Fans tore the roof off SummerSlam's venue one night earlier before the show itself, and nothing topped it for the remainder of the weekend. An Iron Woman rematch the following month was yet more history made and never had the chance been louder for this to be replicated everywhere across the company. By WrestleMania 32 the following spring, the Divas, as they called it, division was dead and buried, with the Women's Championship reborn in the process. The three years that followed brought about an all-women's pay-per-view, overdue gimmick match inclusion across the calendar year, and a WrestleMania 35 main event. And it all started with the believable spark of hatred between two women that clearly loved their work. And that's the list. Let us know what you thought of this video down in the comments below. Which other wrestling rivalries changed the entire industry in your opinion? Leave them down in the comments. Head over to whatculture.com for more content every day. I've been Cy for What Culture and have a good week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 